Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics, as well as self-improvement. If you want to find out more about me, visit my website, jake-parker.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Beyond Fit podcast. This five-minute fit tip is called why I don't like the phrase work hard. So a lot of the times the popular notion is that, you know, when things aren't going right for you or when you're not seeing the results you want in the gym, that the solution is to work harder or, you know, that hard work can solve any of the things that we're facing, any of our struggles or difficulties or problems. And I think that that sort of thinking is harmful. I think that it's much more about working smart than it is working hard. And a couple of comparisons specifically to diet and exercise that I have here. In the past, my biggest problem was definitely being the person who always thought that working hard was the solution, that you had to be tired out from your workouts and you had to eat a diet that you didn't enjoy. I remember that when I used to try to cut that I would run and I felt like the only way to you know, properly lose body fat was to just work really hard and sweat and run and be out of breath and tired. And that's really not the case. As I've said before, it's a lot more about things along the lines of calories in versus calories out, you know, controlling your diet, uh, whether that be through a meal plan or through counting macros, whatever that may be. But the point is that it doesn't have to suck and that things sucking in the diet and exercise realm aren't an indication of their effectiveness. A lot of the times you will see people, you know, bragging about how tough their workout was or how tough their uh, trainer trains them or, you know, how tough a certain exercise class is that they've been taking. And these sort of things definitely have some validity, but I think that what's going to help you sustain for the long term is really just working out and eating intelligently. And part about and part of this is doing things that you enjoy doing. That's going to help you sustain. That's going to help you enjoy having your workouts, having your your meal plan, whatever it is. Um, you know, the problem with this work hard and hustle culture that is often at the forefront is that it ignores things like having to sleep, having to take deloads or, you know, off days from your training or being overtrained. I've often heard the example that training can often be seen very similarly to rubbing sandpaper on your hand where, you know, if you rub it a little bit, it's going to heal and it's going to come back stronger. But if you rub your hand too hard every day and you just rub it raw down to bleeding or whatever, then you're never going to be able to recover from that. That's similar to how you should look at training. You want to just do the right amount of training to elicit stimulus that's going to have a response to help you grow stronger and help you grow more conditioned, but you don't want to just beat yourself into the ground day after day after day, or else your body's never going to be able to recover. You see this too with home workouts, obviously at the front of everyone's mind right now, people are doing things like, you know, burning out on burpees or whatever it is, where as something that's going to help you build overall body strength, whether it be squats, you know, push ups, something like that something more along the lines of helping you maintain your strength are going to be a lot more effective than something that's just going to physically tire you out for the moment, like a burpee. Uh, Like I said, that's just not always an indication of the effectiveness. I love science and evidence-based training. I've used this word a lot. 
And, you know, it to me just means showing what really is effective, showing what's really going to help get us there. A lot of times I think of uh, a term that Tim Ferriss has used before, which is the minimum effective dose. What's the smallest amount we can do to elicit the response that we're after? You know, a lot of times there is value in going hard and working hard and really being all out, but that's not something you should do all the time. Uh, as far as diet, I've seen the best results from finally just finding a diet that I enjoy. It has a lot of nutritious foods, but I also can allow myself to have less nutritious foods every once in a while, whether that be desserts, whatever it is that I enjoy. And I can also spice my foods up. I can make them in different ways. I can add different flavors to make foods that would be bland otherwise be enjoyable. I know that there's been times in the past that I've just eaten bland fish with no flavoring and you know, Brussels sprouts or broccoli, some sort of vegetable, because I thought that's what it took. You know, I thought it had to be hard and it had to taste shitty. And that's just not true. You have to find out what works for you. And you have to put together these factors in your lifestyle that are going to help you reach success for you, realizing that it's about working smart, not always working hard. Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it'd really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.